Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John Orson Staku, as you might know me on Twitter, the executive producer here, and I just want to thank you for watching. It really means a lot to us that people watch, listen to, and enjoy our shows. If you want to help us keep making these shows as fun and lively as they can be, please join your fellow fans in supporting us at our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms, or by subscribing to our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms. It really means a lot to us that the amount of you who do support us continue to do so, especially our $25 plus tier supporters on Patreon. Antitonic, Catwater Flame, Samantha Bates, Maureen Monty, and Gravity Alexander. Every little bit helps, so thank you to all of our patrons and subs. Check us out on Twitter at Final Show Films and on our website at www.finalshowfilms.com for updates, go live notifications, and more. We love interacting with you, so feel free to tweet at us or email us at finalshowfilms at gmail.com. That being said, please relax and enjoy. We're live. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Missing Madam of Miskatonic University. I'm John, and I'm your keeper for the evening, and joining me today is Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron. I am playing, not Hydra, I started after wrong roll 20, Amelia? Yes. Hey, Amelia, who, who does cons artist stuff, probably. <laughs> Amelia, who does cons. <laughs> Just leave it vague. And Mara. Hi, I'm Mara, and I'm playing Nina Thomas, forensic surgeon and FBI agent. And when last we left off, our pair, our pair of detectiving duos have arrived in Arkham, Massachusetts, looking after the missing <coughs> professor, Alice Deerlith, uh, who... Has gone. Who had gone missing earlier in the week, after a commotion on the campus grounds. <clears throat> in the course of their investigations, they determined that there have been a number of people that have gone missing in the previous weeks, none of whom had been previously connected until now, and some of them who are only marginally connected to each other. Uh, they have determined that, in addition to Professor Alice, uh, Professor Alice Deerlith, uh, they have also. There is also Gerald Baker, a track and field athlete and wealthy socialite. Uh, Cassandra Wynn, a archaeology student who recently discovered dinosaur fossils in an archaeo in a test dig along the river, where it shouldn't have been. Uh, as well as the archaeology professor who is rapidly trying to offload these bones. Uh, and Robin Faulkner, a anthropology student who was doing terrible things to their roommate. <laughs> when last we specifically left off, though, Dr. Thomas had gone to the teaching hospital on campus in order to in order to use their lab equipment in order to determine some facts about these bones. Nina. <clears throat> You step onto the yes. quiet grounds of the teaching hospital. It is after hours, and so the lights are still on as the janitorial staff are working, and it is a hospital, so doctors are still in play, but there are less people there than there would be during the day. Less lights are on, just to save electricity, because we are living in a fairly recent, uh, recently powered city. Uh, you know, Arkham didn't get its electrical grid installed until only a few years ago. There wasn't, a, there was not an electrical grid when you were going to school here. Mm. 
Um, so people are still, you know, cautious about using it too much in case it explodes and the demons get out. Because people had weird, weird ideas about what electricity was in the early years. We're of playing Call of Cthulhu. The <laughs> <laughs> Those ideas are all true. <laughs> Anyways, you arrive uh, to you arrive to greet some of the staff who have been instructed to give you access to a laboratory and the privacy you need. You are ushered up to the third floor of the teaching hospital, where you are given access to one of the lab rooms and their equipment. The door is shut behind you, and the lights are dim inside. Uh, you move over to one of the workbenches, where there are all the current tools you might need to do. What? I take the vial out of my uh breast pocket and um start preparing a slide i'm gonna take a look at this thing whatever it is all right go ahead and make me a let's see what roll do i want you to make science roll i mean it'll definitely a be a science roll the question is which kind of science roll <clears throat> yeah let's make it a biology roll Okay. Or a forensics roll, whichever you'd prefer. Um, well, I'm better in forensics. Um, Each roll will get you different information. Okay. Uh, I'm going to start with biology. I think that's what she's, she's thinking. Okay. This doesn't seem particularly related to the disappearance itself. So. And this is the sample that you took, not the, co- not the cutting? Um... What do you mean? Because you did, I, you you did like a you did like a you you took a couple of different samples. You took okay, a, yep, you, you took a, you took a scratching off the surface of the bones, mm-hmm. and you also actually cut a sample off, like took a yes. cutting off the bone. Um, I'm doing the cutting. The you cutting first. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you want to look at the cutting first. Got it. Yep. So looking at the cutting, the thing that you had noticed previously was that there was still some sort of substance inside the bone. It wasn't dry, yeah. and it wasn't dry, and um. Like desiccated, yeah. yeah it's Mar- not, it's marrow, not mineralized. marrow turns like a, a weird brownish, I believe, when it when it gets to like a certain level of oxidation. Oxidation, yeah. It wasn't that, that. definitely happens when you're cooking. I yeah. don't know about paleontology, but cooking. No. Well, paleontology, it's not mineralized. It's so it's still bone. It's not stone. Right. Correct. So. But yeah. this, this isn't even paleontology. This is actually biology, which is when, mm-hmm. when the bone gets dried out, marrow turns to a, a sort of like reddish gunk. Oh, it does all sorts of things. <laughs> reddish brown gunk. Yep. But instead, it was still flowing and liquid. And as you, mm. as you pull it under and look, you see that this bone is not filled with marrow. What you had assumed to be marrow is not actually marrow. Looking in and sort of getting it out, it is a strangely pale oily substance, which you can determine by looking at it under very close inspection, based on how the light reflects off of it and how it is interacting with other liquids that you are introducing into it in your tests. Hmm. These bones are filled with oil. That's not... What kind of oil is it? Uh, That will require... 
you don't have uh, that. You don't have. have you don't have a. Uh, you don't have. That would require a natural world roll since you don't have a specialization okay. in in geology or crude or or crude materials. Okay. Um. Sure. Uh. uh yeah. Would you care to spend your luck? Uh, <laughs> you don't that's have enough. more luck than I have. I know, I, I know. I just, I just like to ask because it's funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you're not certain what kind of oil this is. It, you are certain it does not look like the kinds of oils you get out of, like, animal fat. Mm-hmm. Okay. It is, it is definitely an oily substance of some kind, but you're not currently able to identify it. Strange. Um, I do have pharmacy. Would I be able to tell if this is like any sort of that kind of chemical, or not? Sure. Yeah, you can make a pharmacy check. Okay. I'm I'm reaching here. I'm gonna try it. That I did succeed. You determined definitively that this is no sort of this is no sort of snake oil or essential oil. Okay. All right. How do I how do I mark that? Okay. Sorry, I'm trying to remark that I have big success on that, and yeah. I you click the little triangle. Do it. You just click the triangle. I know, but it's not letting me. Okay, there we go. I just can't click. All right, <laughs> carry on. I um, like that. Pharmacy essentially said probably don't apply unknown oils to yes. you and think that they will cure all your ills <laughs> and or, or your skin condition. That's what happens when you make a success. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Well, this is strange. Um. I don't think I will be able to determine anything else on that. Um, Would you like to make a forensics check? Sure. Let's try it. I'm very good at forensics. Uh, Yep. Because it's interesting how these things overlap, I want you to, with that success, I want you to make another natural world check, but consider your ability to be 20 rather than 10. Ooh, okay. Um... You just make the roll and make in under with that yeah. understanding. Yeah, still no. Okay. So <clears throat> you're not certain what might necessarily have caused this, but you have determined a couple of different things in your analysis of this bone cutting. Sure. Uh, through closer inspection and uh, and uh, uh, and um, this sort of tooling with the bone, you determine that there is some amount of material still stuck on the bone that makes it a little bit tacky. Uh, in certain places, not like it was, not like it was chewed clean by an animal, by a by a by a predator of any kind. Instead, it feels like some of this is a bit of a residue, a bit of an oily or tacky residue. Um, again, you're not certain what caused this, but it certainly seems like these bones were not buried for a long time. Hmm if they were buried at all. There doesn't seem to be any... And again, obviously there was some cleaning done when they brought it to the museum, but Mm -hmm. this is the sort of material that you would expect would have been contaminated by the dirt that it was buried under if it wasn't just Mm -hmm. pulled off by simple friction when the bones were removed. Hmm. Now, without the natural world check, you're not certain what it might be at the moment, but it definitely seems weird, something that might warrant further investigation. You can 
uh, you can, with a bone scraping, get the material off the bone itself to have a closer look at it. And you think that potentially there might be more of this in the scraping you took previously. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll switch to that sample then and start looking at it. Um, yeah, I think Nina would be thinking it might be some sort of pollution or something like that. Sure. Maybe this could help pinpoint... So you can give Something me either a biology site. or a forensics roll. All right. Um, I'll start with forensics this time. Okay. Uh, yep. Extreme, extreme success. success. Looking under the looking under the enhanced microscope that you have at your available at your at your availability, uh, you determine that there are two different materials in the scraping. There's the bone, which you can very clearly make out as this sort of powdery scraping that you've made. And then there is a distinctly differently colored bit of material that looks like it might be skin of some kind, based on how it's holding to the bone. Huh. Let's do a biology roll on that, see if I can identify the skin. Uh... Yep. So first of all, you've determined that the cutting you took was definitely from a tusk. A okay. part of the a part of the skeleton that would have protruded from the outside to the inside. Which is why you're getting skin and not muscle right here. Um the skin is sort of grayish and rubbery, and it looks to be some form of whale skin, you would assume, based on the size of the creature. Now, you don't know of any whales that have tusks. You know of whales that have horns, but not mm -hmm. tusks. And it just, this definitely seems to have come from, this definitely seems to be bone of some kind, from some sort of uh, aquatic creature the size of a whale. Uh, another thing you can determine based on these roles, and especially with the extreme success, the extreme success from your forensics combined with the regular success of your biology role, the skin was not eaten off, it was sloughed off. Like, it just sort of fell off. Like, decayed, or...? You can't tell... Oh, you, you can't tell for certain. Decaying would be the most likely, yes. Yeah. Uh, but it definitely... It wasn't removed via external pressure. Which is why some of it still stuck to it. Okay. This is very strange. There are no others other than the marks that you yourself have made. There are no tool marks on this bone. Mm -hmm. It's as if you took it right off the creature. <sighs> this is this is way too fresh <laughs> for whatever. I need to talk. We need to talk to some people who are on that dig. Besides the missing folks. Um, 
Yeah. And how does this connect to the carvings? Um, that didn't take too long. Would I know if the library is still open? Uh, that actually took that actually took you about an hour. An hour uh, okay. of of just sort of scanning through and making notes and writing down your observations and comparing to historical mm -hmm. data. Uh, the library is probably closed by now. It's closed by now. Yeah. Okay. It's getting into the evening. Strange. Very strange. Make me a listen check. Okay. Nope. The wind just sort of brushes against the exterior window of the lab, drawing your attention for just a moment, as, you know, sounds tend to do. It's particularly quiet in the lab at the moment. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to find anything new here. Um... I did want to, I had talked to um, Doc Waldron. Yes. I'm going to go find him. Make I think a, I'm done here. Make a sanity check for me. Okay. <laughs> uh, where is that on the sheet? Ow. Uh, it's your sanity. Okay. I just clicked on the whole box. Yep. Hey, fail. Nope. As you turn around to step away from the laboratory equipment, you notice the room is dark. Much darker than it, w than it should be with windows shining light through from the outside. You turn and look. You can see the moon rising in the distance as the, as the last bits of light fade from the horizon. The lights from various buildings throughout the town begin to flicker on. As you see the nightlife of Arkham coming to life, grabs your attention momentarily as you see a figure in the darkness outside. Catches you just out of the periphery of your vision. It looks like somebody watching you. Though that's impossible. They couldn't actually see you from the angle that they're at. They're on the grounds near the bell tower, staring up at the, hotel, at the hospital. You're not even certain... You shouldn't be able to see the tower from this side of the building. No. What... I go over to the window. As you go over to the window, you blink and shake your head, and as you get there, your hand pressed against the glass, you realize you're on the wrong side of the hotel, of the hospital. You're not certain how you got there. I and that figure around. is gone. I turn around and look. My I'm not in the same lab. No, you're in the same lab. The doors are in different places. You must have gone to a different lab and not realized it. Okay. Hmm. All right. I must have just... You lose three me. points of sanity. Okay. <laughs> uh, three. How do, I turn, how do I change that on here? 
Uh, you have to hit the edit mode. In the oh, that's right. Uh, three, 62. This is great. This is good. You look down at your fingers and you see a little bit of that oil from the bone had gotten onto your hands. Okay, I wipe that off. Wipe it clean. Yeah. And you look back once more. That figure's gone from the tower. You must have been imagining it. Yep, yep. All right. It's, it's late. You've been working hard, and you drove here all the way from Washington. You're probably tired. Yeah. I think I'm... Yeah, it's late. I'm gonna go back. You gather up your things, gather up your samples, and begin to head back towards the hotel. Meanwhile, Amelia, <clears throat> you have just stepped into a building smelling of of teenage spirits and regular spirits uh, as a toast to their missing brother has been raised and people have begun to chug, 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 chug. Oh, I'm tempted just to sit back and watch this. <laughs> I'm going to see if any of them notice me. Make me a spot hidden roll. Oh, that's the combat tab. We're not on that. <laughs> you shoot the teenagers. No, I would die. When you also, kill, I don't have a gun. I'm a consultant. When you kill people, they die. Um. Where the fuck is the spot hidden? Um, sorry, I'm clearly really out of it this week. It's all right. Nope. Do -do 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 -do. So it doesn't seem like anybody has re is really paying attention. Probably they just assume it's another one of their friends coming in. Uh, this is definitely a co-ed bender. As you look around, there are people of all different genders and seemingly all different levels of the school have been invited out to this frat house uh, for their night of debauchery. And the drinking definitely began <clears throat> prior to the uh, to the toast that you walked in on. As you can definitely see, there are several people in various states of inebriation based on their ability to hold down their alcohol. Uh, the 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 delineation goes as you would expect based on looking at people's various height, weights, and builds. The smaller, leaner people are more. Uh, more of them are passing out or vomiting, whereas the bigger jock types tend to be chugging along with the chug chants. And the people in between are variously, you know, encouraging slash discouraging drinking as they go. Uh, the leader of the group is very easy to pick out as he is the one currently hanging from a chandelier. You have no idea how he got up there uh, with a variety of colored ribbons hanging from his arms, throat and legs uh, wearing not but a Y front wearing not but a pair of Y front underwear uh, just with a beer bottle casually hanging out of one arm, one hand, sorry. You're not certain if he's conscious, but he's definitely gripping that beer. 
Ah. All of these things are firmly under not the thing I am investigating. So that's fine. Um, yeah. Yeah, given she doesn't necessarily see anyone, Amelia is going to wait for someone to realize that the incredibly old lady standing quietly by the door or just watching this is sort of out of place. How long are you willing to wait? Look, drunk does not necessarily mean everyone is incapable of reason. She'll That's correct. She'll wait whatever is an appropriate amount of time because she's sort of an expert on this. All right. Fortunately, it doesn't take all that long. Uh, after but a couple minutes, someone looks over and realizes that there has been an intrusion into their holy festivities. Uh, <clears throat> oh, uh, <clears throat> pardon me, ma'am. As he comes over, the voice puts you as a Californian. Uh <clears throat> this uh, jock individual rippling with muscles that will in a few years be put to use sitting behind a desk likely punching in papers but at the moment are containing the amount the sea of alcohol that is wafting through the building hello ma'am I am the vice president of this fraternity how may I assist you today it's lovely to meet you Amelia flash the badge I just had a few questions. Certainly. What sort of questions might you be asking? What's the name of the dude? Uh, Gerald Baker. I, I just wanted to know a little bit more about Gerald Baker. And I'm trying to remember the name of this fraternity because I don't think I wrote it down. Uh, um, uh, I've got it. Um, Omega Psi Zeta. Thank you. Right, yep. we randomized it. <laughs> right, well, if there's any questions you have, then it is my duty as the vice president of Omega Psi Zeta to answer them to the best of my capacity and ability. Please come join me in the office. And he sort of indicates a room that has like a cardboard panel that has like painted office over it. Oh, this is so charming. This is adorable. <laughs> and he begins walking that way. And yeah. he's actually holding his liquor fairly well based on how he's walking like he's he's walking a straight line you're not certain oh he is behaving in the way that is appropriate for the setting yeah you're 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 not you're not certain if the the drunken thing is just his normal personality or if he is actually that drunk but that good at walking a straight line or he's mostly osmosis drunk there's also that. You do not know what's in his cup. Being osmosis drunk sucks. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
I will follow him to his cute little office. So it opens up, and this office is actually an office, as opposed to what you might have been expecting it to be, which is probably some sort of den. Uh, it, it's there is a there is a fairly well well kept uh, uh, wooden desk uh, made of lovely mahogany, um, <laughs> which I cannot not say that way. <laughs> um, uh, uh, a lovely mahogany desk that uh, fairly well appointed with all manner of uh, of uh, pins, paperwork, uh, a couple of different books and ledgers on top of it, all of which have been completely untouched in the festivities, and this room itself seems to have been completely untouched. Again, you're not the 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 little like the little cardboard office sign above it very much un undercuts the fact that it is actually an office. You're not sure why. Um. The the uh, uh, the vice president steps around to the other side of the desk, finishes finishes off whatever drink is in this is is in this wooden cup that he is carrying around, mm-hmm. sets it down, pulls out the chair. Please take a seat, and then he sits down. I will. So, how may I help you in our most righteous of questioning? California. Got it. Um, <laughs> this is revenge for. I don't know what you're talking. Last... About. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Um, well, the thing is, you're not wrong. Um, well, well, I was hoping if you could tell me when you when you last saw him, what. He had any parties recently that you know of? I gather he lived here. There's a moment where you think he's passed out before he jostles slightly. Yes, uh, Gerald did indeed live here with the rest of us. Uh, let me just take a look at our files. At the more he talks, you realize that he's patterned this voice after somebody. You're not certain who, but there's definitely an imitation going on mm-hmm. as he pulls a drawer out and then pulls out a, a really nice, like, like, uh, um, tied together folder that looks to be fairly well organized as he puts yeah, it down he's in front Californian. of him, unties it, flips it open, flips through a couple of pages reaches for that wooden cup, lifts it, realizes it's empty, puts it back down while looking through these papers, opens up a second drawer, pulls out a bottle of some kind, opens it with his thumb, pours it into the cup, caps it back, puts it back, closes the drawer, takes a drink. (laughs) These are professional drinkers, is what I'm saying. These are professional college drinkers who are going to go on to be on Wall Street. Exactly. Exactly. And you, you, uh, you, uh, 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 you see on the desk as he's looking through this paperwork, a little placard that says Vice President Dude Abrahamson. You're not certain if Dude is his first name or just the title they call him, but his name is Dude. Right. Files under definitely trans names. Uh, 
Right. All right. So, our righteous brother, Gerald, was last uh, noted down as doing a recruitment drive over at the, let's see, what's the, oh yeah, over at a bar on Southside. Would you, would the name of the bar be there? Uh, yeah, no, uh, the bar is the Spinning Caps, uh, looks like they do, uh, lots of gambling there, which we totally do not partake in as students of the university, uh, and somebody missed, and somebody, uh, misspelled the word craps when they were writing the sign, and it just sort of stuck. Um, that was a lot... Is it likely Gerald was living here or after that drive or is that the last time you would have? That drive would have taken place. That drive was actually the day he went missing as far as our notes indicate. Uh, But he was living here. Yes, totally righteous. All right. Um, Who else would have been at that drive? And Amelia is taking notes. Oh, yeah. Well, our president, uh, Seth... As it points out at the chandelier. Seth Jones, our president, uh, would have been there as well, along with Gerald. Gerald was head of recruiting. Uh, but Seth, whenever there's any sort of activity, the Seth Meister has to be there. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Takes another drink. All right. Uh, but aside from those two, it's mostly just potential recruits. Um, was he the sort understand that I am only here to make sure people stop going missing I don't care about the activity and relative legality thereof aside from potential kidnappings related to this specific thing Um, that's why I'm a consultant um, was he the sort to who lose himself a bit in the atmosphere, or was he generally able to hold himself down pretty well? She does not believe him and just gives so him like the head, the head, the flat old lady, the, the head admonishment. The head keeps nodding again. You think for a second he might have passed out. Right. Uh, no, uh, Gerald was definitely a broski. He would definitely partake whenever we were having a parties. It was his personal connection that really led to how successful our recruitment drives were. He makes you feel like you're his best buddy and you're one of us. And that is the Omega Size 8 away. I see. I see. The head continues to bob. You're getting indications that he might just be a living bobblehead doll. Cool. Uh, Amelia finds this all so adorable and hopes that he goes into white collar crime and does really well there. (laughs) Um, John, (laughs) would that date that he gave me line up with the track morning that he first wasn't there? Yeah, the the very next morning would have been the, the the, the session that he missed. And these recruitment drives, you usually all probably split off, or do you head back, back to back together? Uh, 
Well, the people that are there tend to, you know, depending on what our plans are that night, either come back together or split off. You know, if you've got a particularly invested recruit that wants to have a little one-on-one time, if you know what I mean, you might not come back with the rest of your bros. But that night, uh, Gerald had something else that he told uh, Seth Meister they needed to do. Didn't really elaborate, though. That's, that's fair. You have quite excellent records. Um, Thank you. I take pride in them. Drink. <laughs> oh, God. There are definitely other questions to be asked here. Um, that bar is not near the one that we know... Um, no, so uh, I don't think so. This one's south. Yeah. yeah, so south side would be the southern end of the city. Um, okay. yeah. Whereas, the... yeah, the pickled. So I, I assume south was... side meant south of the river. No, uh, pickled. The, the pickled Irishman will be uh, would be on the northern side of the river. Mm-hmm. South side mm-hmm. is the southern end of town. Okay. Ah, yeah. No, I meant south of the river. Yeah, yeah, geographically. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. Anyways. Uh, uh, Nina would know. Nina would know. Not that Nina has this information yet, but Nina would know that Southside is what you typically use to reference uh, the area between Miskatonic Avenue and East Washington Street. That whole section is Southside. All right. Um, so, yeah. Did Gerald happen to have any rivals? Was there ever trouble a time that he happened to be there? No, Gerald was the most upstanding broski of the lot. Everyone liked him. That's why he was our recruiter. Okay, can I do a whatever? Yeah, make a psychology roll. Make a psychology roll. I am going to have to get used to insight being cool on Wednesday. Or, yeah, I think insight is cool. Um, Technology. Wait, psychology. Yes. Oh, I have that in spades. Let's watch me fail badly. Okay. So you learn you learn two things. One, he's being genuine. Two, he's not drunk. This is definitively an act. You're not certain why he's acting that way, but this is definitively an act. It's his con. I'm not going to bother him about it. He's adorable. The accent is real though. That you can't that unmistakable. (laughs) well is there anything else i can help you with today madam officer oh i'm not actually an officer or i'm just a consultant madam Um, consultant and john can i think of anything else that i need to ask give me an idea or should ask give me an idea roll which is just intelligence yeah Probably see his room. Would it be possible for for me to look his look at his room? At this point, his head stops bobbing. Why, certainly, ma'am. It would be if you had a warrant. I see. (laughs) And you get the feeling, ah, law school. 
cute. <laughs> well, well, thank you very much. Um, we have a like number at the hotel or something, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If there's anything else you who want to, to let us know about this number, um, if it might skirt the law, that's completely understandable. You're very grown boy. They ask for Amelia. Righteous. Would you like to stay on and party with us? So I think, the out- think I'm all, all right. I might get scolded by my little watcher. Very well. Well, if you have any further need of assistance from the fraternity, please feel free to come and see me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and heading out. All right. He'll escort you out. Aaron repeatedly has to remember cell phones are not a thing. Cell phones are not a thing. Not as we know them, no. Uh... Cell phones are not a thing we have and that are broadly available to basically everyone over the age of eight or ten that too uh he escorts you out and thank you for coming hope you have a great day it's night he closes the door (laughs) (laughs) yeah you hear the 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 rock the the raucousness of the party continues on as normal I uh, I don't know if my previous psychology role would apply for this. Do I think it's just like law schoolism, and also he, there's probably drugs in there to not want him to see the room, or like there's something more interesting than another, this guy had some coke? Give me another psychology role. Okay. I just want to see if you get a better success. We're we're looking for a hard success on this one. Fair. Um, I don't think I have enough luck to bring that down. So uh, that was also just intelligence. I don't know if you want to redo it. Oh, Second that's the wrong roll. Yeah. I definitely clicked the thing. I just didn't check it. No. Yeah. So you'd have to, if you wanted to bring that down to a hard success, you'd have to take it down to 40. Yeah. Uh, that's a lot of points. I know that much, even if my math is bad. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of the numbers myself either. Uh, so there's definitely... So I did roll a 69. Yeah, you did a 69. Feels like making silly jokes. Everyone just say, nice. Um, so with a 69... Uh, no, I'm not spending 29. There is, there is... There is something there other than that he is a law student... You're just not certain you, you weren't able to pick it up. The the drunk right. act that he was doing, as much as it is a little silly, is also very effective at making him hard to read. And so that makes sense. The like the whatever it whatever it is that he doesn't want you in there for could just be the law is the law and I'm here studying it and I better put this to practice. It could be other things. Yeah. Alright. Well, um, I mean, if it is a horrifying crime scene, someone's going to get drunk, break in and find it and either be shushed or run out of the building screaming. And t- then I will know about it. Make, uh, make an intelligence check as that thought crosses your mind. 
Also, I need to talk to the guy who I feel so bad for because I keep on naming Sam Pepper in my head. Seth. Seth, yes. Seth Seth Jones. Hmm. Seth Jones. I'm sorry, Seth Jones. I'm sure you're not Sam Pepper. Um, so with a hard with a hard success, thinking about it, that office was spick and span, even though it was right off the party scene. Yeah. Uh it seems that they are actually very good at keeping people out of the areas they don't want people to be in. So if there's a reason they don't want people in Gerald's room other than the law, actually it's not very likely that somebody would just drunkenly stumble into it. All right. Fair enough. Based on what you've experienced so far. Um, also, they're all that's fine. Partying. We have a whole bunch of buff ladies who can get a warrant if they want one. It's true. There is a department full of buff ladies. <laughs> of Matryoshka dolls. Of Matryoshka doll uh, decreasing size. And I probably <laughs> wouldn't even need to flirt coerce them because this is someone who is missing. Yep. So, where are you heading to now? Um... Where did we agree to meet up? Uh, back at the rooms. We're going to do like an right. early morning down into Fishtown, I think. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make a, um, make a sanity roll for me, by the way, while you're moving. Sure. Uh, where's sanity? Is it the top of the character sheet ish? Oh, it's it's up there. Okay, yeah, yeah. I see. You sort of click the the whole box. Fail. So as you turn around and prepare yourself for whatever direction you end up going, uh, the the wind just sort of whips past you, and you sort of get this sharp whistling sound of the of the wind passing by. You shudder for a second as the cold hits you, and just sort of. You know, grabbing your arms and rubbing them for warmth very slightly. You look across the road towards the, uh, towards the college, and you shouldn't be able to see the bell tower from here because there are buildings in the way. Because there's you're one street down from the the hotel and also from the uh, from the quad. Well, you're on <clears throat> you're on West Pickman Street right now, not West College Street. Uh, but for some reason you have a direct line to the bell tower and there's a person standing next to it and they shouldn't be able to see you but they are looking directly at you next to it next to the bell tower on the ground level or can I not tell on the grass you shouldn't be able to tell but you can and as you sort of blink and look around, you're not in front of the frat house anymore. Hmm. You're farther down the street to where you would have that clear view. As you wave, you realize that there's nobody there. Maybe there never was. Never hurts to be polite. You take three points of sanity damage, or you lose three points of sanity. All right. Um, As you realize, you you must have walked further down the street than you thought before you stopped to think about where you were going. Where's the changing sanity? Uh, up upper right hand corner, hit the edit sheet button. 
Ah. You have to switch from edit, mo which I do appreciate actually that you have to switch from edit mode yeah. to use mode. So you can no, accidentally. It's good, it makes that. you not change things automatically, change things accidentally. Because yeah. on the sheet, I definitely would select something and then at some point try and scroll up and down the. Yeah, and then things would change. And be like, oh, now I have a 90. Sorry, I'll be right back. Yep. So, actually, that's a really good spot for us to take a break. So we'll be back in just a few seconds or minutes. Watch these commercial messages. We're back. So, Amelia, are you heading back to the hotel? All right. Um, heading to wherever I was planning to head. Yes. So the two of you reconvene once more in your fairly luxurious penthouse uh, room at the Hotel Miskatonic. All right. Well, I did some uh, looking through the microscope. Weird stuff on the bones. Um, some sort of oil. Okay. Uh, not really sure what what kind of oil it is. I'm not a geologist. Um, maybe I'll run it by someone else at the university when people are actually in their offices. Um, yeah, those bones are weird. I'd like to get more a closer look at the dig site or talk to people who are actually on the excavation. Um, but other than that, I need some sleep. I'm seeing things. I think we should put out or ask the sheriff's department to put out a notice that if your roommate or spouse or other person from the university doesn't come home, please file that much more quickly than you otherwise would. Fair enough. Um, that's a good It a good seems statement. like our boy Jared was at a bar on the south side and then went missing. You cut out from me for a sec. What did you say at the beginning? It seems like our boy I was, was at a bar at the south side at a recruitment event and then went missing. All right. I'm going, I think tomorrow I'm going to try and talk to Seth, who was apparently there with him, Seth Jones. Um, all right. Yeah. That's, and that's... hopefully grab the full records for all of those students. Sounds like a good plan. Um, that's too bad. I will also say that boy is disconcertingly popular. Gerald? It, yeah. To, there are people with the charisma to keep everyone happy. And there are people who everyone feels like are their friend, even they may or may not be close to him. At some point, that starts to be suspicious. Also, if you could arrange a warrant so we can take a look around his room, see if there's anything that would connect his disappearance more or fully, that would be preferable. All right. I think I can but. do that. Um, what I think I need to be there, um, do we need a statement from Seth? An official statement, or? 
I don't know how warrants work in the 20s. I assume the local sheriff's well, uh, department you, you, printed you, up you, one. So to get a warrant, actually, you would call the home office and they would fax okay. one. Out. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, if Seth was there the night that the that one of the people went missing, probably be good to get an official statement from him. Yeah. All right. Well, that that would be good. Um, we can do that after uh, the when house. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow. Um, Dig site when house. Look around for students. Uh, we also need to retrieve those other students' records. Yes, you had already put in the request for those, though. So they should be ready tomorrow. So whenever we're on campus tomorrow, we can pop by. All right. Nina, make an idea roll for me. So, oh, just sorry. Yeah. No, Nina. Yeah. Okay. We kind of accidentally named our only two characters in this game quite similar things, I'm realizing. It's fine. Uh, idea. Intelligence. Just the, yeah. Yep. Hard success. For what you're needing to find, it might be easier to go to the dig site before or before anyone else is there. Mm-hmm. Like early, early morning or I, you're, you're, you are feeling a little tired, but late night might also be a good time to go see it. Just because something's weird about them bones and you're not certain if the students are going to be able to answer, give yeah. you the answers you're looking for. Okay. And if they're there, they're just going to get in the way. Yeah. Or we could... I'm... It was a long drive down here. Uh, or up here. Wherever we're coming up from here. Washington. Yeah, up. up. There we go. You came from the I south. know geography. Um, <laughs> I don't. Up here, um, but possibly would it's not that late yet. It's would about, you be up to? It's about nine o'clock now. Nine o'clock, yeah. yeah. Would you be up? To All right, nine? but in exchange on the car on the way there, I want you to explain to me not just why this is scientifically interesting but why this is particularly relevant to our investigation. Or at least explain to me what you found out, and I can try and think of reasons why this might now be connected to our investigation. Yeah, of course. Um, Well, first off, as I begin gathering supplies, flashlight, etc., this site and the department are connected to two of our missing persons. It also has to do with the river and uh, the carving that we saw on the bell tower, the drawings that were in, was that Robin's room? Uh, uh, no, it was in Alice's room. Was, whose room? Alice Dearleth, the, the professor Alice? that we're missing, in okay. her journal. Yeah. That uh, you still yeah. haven't translated in, yet? In... They still haven't what? You still haven't translated it yet? Because the journal was in Spanish. Um, yeah. 
in in Alice's journal. I'll I'll pull that out actually and and show um, Amelia that real quick because I don't think you were there when I was looking in the the office. Right. So I'll show you that. Do you speak Spanish, by the way? Mm, I didn't put any points in it, but I am ah. a con artist. <laughs> um. Meaning I could lie to you about speaking Spanish, but I don't. Fair <laughs> enough. I mean, then I'd ask you to translate it right now, so that might not be a good idea. <laughs> Very good um, at bluffing, yeah, but yeah. I won't. Um, that would not help anyone. Yeah. Um, also, it's just strange, and it just seems connected to sort of the center of things and I'm to be do honest, we have I'm a translator at the home office oh yeah like, there's somebody at the home office that could translate it but it'd take a little well, bit well if you're ringing them up to get a warrant anyways you might I, um, ask for a translation and either her by reading out some of it or her Whatever method do you think is best? Yeah. Do I know fax machines aren't? No. Um, there are there, so. there are fax machines. There are. Okay. Yeah. They're not. They're very. Have... They're they're very rudimentary. They're not like. They're not like. They're not like the photocopiers of modern day. Yes. But yeah. they can get. Which are so good and consistently reliable. Yeah. Um. But they they you could get you could uh you could that's that's how they're gonna get the warrant to you just by faxing okay. it up. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But they could also send a translator up to to the you know to translate it for you in person. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, I don't know if that that feels like sending a bunch of manpower up here that may not be needed. Um, it would at, well, it would at most be one or two and people. Put it in in that person's sort of to do list. That's probably yeah. enough. Yeah. What I'm more curious about is yes, these are a lot of connections. It definitely seems that something is strange about these bones. Academic sabotage. Local religious significance that someone is trying to act on. Um, explain to me what is weird and we can start working on who might this have any motivation because I don't think that the bell tower or graffiti decided to get up, up and start kidnapping people that cared about a river. They spiral. And they're they're fresh. So do you Something, show the bones? Uh, yeah, I'll I'll show like the sample. You can see it's like liquid um, inside. Something I saw those bones. They were putting together some sort of exhibition or um, just preparing them for for scholars, whoever they can get to take them. Something that size. Is too big for the river. Is it right? possible there are a lot of smaller things that were all buried, swept into the same place? Single bones that size. I. Hmm. I'm a biologist. This is. This is. So, uh, Mara, you can give me an idea roll really quick. If okay. You'd like. Sure. Let's do another okay. one. 
So this creature is fresh, meaning... So, uh, Nina, things that jump straight to your mind as an FBI agent. Mm -hmm. um, fresh bones related to the disappearance of two different people. It could yep. be that this is tied to some sort of illicit cartel that is smuggling things through the city, and mm -hmm. they stumbled on something at the dig site or in relation to these bones that yep. this group didn't want them to know, so they were kidnapped. It could be that there is some sort of, uh, you know, some sort of cult-like activity. FBI deals with cults all the time. Yep. Not all all the time but like deal with cults that are worshiping this this weird fish thing that could have been respect could be responsible for the disappearance there's a couple of different like organizations at play could be involved in this and could be interested in the bones mm -hmm. particularly because it's connected to the two individuals that went missing which is more than enough reason like legally to need to investigate that dig site. yep mm -hmm. all right what about Fraud, sabotage. You said that these bones in their current configuration are spirally, which seems odd. They're too large for the area that they were found in, and they're not yes. fossils. That makes me think that it might be some sort of that that they don't belong here, that it's something being smuggled in, which if that's the case, I don't know what that's connected to, if it might be cult activity or a a smuggling ring of some sort. I am just I think we could find a lot of potential answers leading to Amelia, make me an idea roll. R. I assume we're in the car by this point because yeah. I did say we could go. Yep. Drive it along. Twenty-four. So, so or, oh, ten. Sorry, I was reading nice. something else. Extremes. Uh, so there are indeed you're you're very familiar with the fact that there are artifact smugglers operating on the East Coast, up and down the East Coast. Um, that you know either would find you know uh use use dig sites use dig sites to legitimize their finds if they're fake like you know might might manufacture a set of bones uh, uh as a dinosaur fossil and sneak them into a dig site and use that as a way to legitimize the find in order to tempt buyers into in, in order to tempt buyers and just dropping a lot of money on them uh so like Artifacts, it could be, that's a very real possibility that it could be artifact smugglers. Um, you, you, you had the thought previously that maybe some sort of sabotage, like, you know, set up a find only to reveal later on that it's fake and to discredit the, to like potentially discredit the department of the school. That's right. also a possibility. Um, and either, if either one of those, if somebody stumbled on the operation, they would get disappeared. Yeah. Academic sabotage is a possibility. These could have been forged to discredit the university or something. However, the more people that go missing directly in connection with them, the more you've just lost any profit you were going to make off of that. Yes. So depends on how important cleaning up is to them, which... Or how possible they care about, but it seems unlikely. I alternately, um, let's see. Well, if these bones were intended as a 
not sure why you'd put them in a student dig site for school that doesn't even have a proper department for it. But if you were trying to forge some bones and then and collect act the money before or anyone figures out that they are completely falsified. Perhaps this has something to do with, with the anthropology department that that professor I talked to today has been trying has been calling universities all all up and down trying to find someone to take it's them. Definitely suspicious. Yes. Even if you don't think that the things are connected to immediately start to try and offload what is apparently your missing colleague's project. Yes. I thought so. So have I convinced you? Is enough? Yes. I, I'm not sure what we'll find at the dig site it, that might lead us in the direction of someone, but it can't hurt to check. I'm just trying to make sure that you're focused on not just scientific discovery, but the reason we are here, which is missing people. Yes. Sorry. Being back in old settings, old habits. Um, no, I'm focused. All right. So you drive up to the river and take an off-road, uh, a, a dirt road up along it towards the dig site that you've been directed to previously. Dig site 13. Uh, one, of the test, one, of the, one of the many test sites that they have laid out for students to use in order to learn how to be better. Uh, sorry, hang on. A Work never stops. Uh, how do you better archaeologists? Archaeologists. Yep. Second and okay. There we go. So I have an important question. Yes, it's not at all important. Is Bing Crosby still playing on this? Not gosh darn radio. Yes, Bing Crosby is still playing on the radio. Okay. I'm assuming I cannot change it to any channel that is not Bing Crosby. You can if you want. It's just the radio that, you know, the, the channel that it's yeah, always yeah. like sort of defaults to is uh -huh, Bing uh -huh. Crosby playing. Uh, yes, I would have. I would have changed it for this discussion, I feel like. Yeah, you can change it. Okay. There's just like some classical, there's some classical violin music playing now. Yeah, it's good for, for, for case discussions. Yeah. Okay. A little bit of jazz in there. That was pointless. Carry on. <laughs> I was stalling. That's fine. So. Uh, it's the video game thing. It's like, I wonder if this is interactable. <laughs> yep, yep. And it is. You arrive at Dixie 13. There was once a particularly chaotic rendition of Macbeth held in a park on a rainy summer's day, the results of which appear to have been replicated to near perfection at the dig site before you. Uh, Half-buried artifacts, <clears throat> uh, fake replicas likely sturdier than the real thing would be, lie scattered amidst the, uh, the amateur excavation you find. The side of the hill appears to have been dug out from top to midway, with additional terraces dug out further and further as the archaeologists found more remains. 
The elaborate forgery has had enough effort put into it to give you the feel of an excavation, though to a trained eye one might notice a few things amiss. For one, a tragic amount of holes dug directly into the wall of the dig where a <clears throat> where a enthusiastic uh, 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 and overeager student decided they wanted to go straight to the side rather than coming down on top, as well as an overly large section of the ground nearer to the river that having been scalloped out, likely fresh, like a freshly eaten clamshell. Reinforcing structures and wooden planks litter the grounded walls. The site seems oddly silent, even with it being dark. The sounds of nature one might expect to hear are gone, and even the burbling sound of the nearby river appears to have gone quiet. All right. Well, let's see if we can find any anything of our of our uh, you're missing Robin here, shall we? Um, Where would you like to start? Did they? Did anyone say specifically like where on the site the bones were found? Was it like by the river, or we haven't no indication at the site was what happened at the site? Okay, um, probably up top going down. That seems like all right. So you head to the you head to the top of the site. Uh, Looking down, it seems make a a history check okay i'm bad at history either both of you can make me a history check nope history uh... oh it's between first aid and intimidate where it would be alphabetically no all right so neither one of you are particularly familiar with excavations that this might be modeled off of um but you start at the top looking down so as as said previously it's basically like they started at the top of a hill and then started digging down until they hit something then carved away dug down until they hit something then carved away dug down until they hit something and sort of like excavating it out it looks like the intended uh the intended like mode of this dig site is a buried town or a buried building of some kind as you look down you can see like artifacts that look like walls and pottery and various other shards of things that you might find buried after something like a house got buried and then a hill continued to grow over it. Uh, As you continue down the slope, you see again, you know, bits and places where very obviously a student decided, you know, going down is really boring. I'm going to go to this wall. Clink, clink, clink. Uh. You know, and so likely chastised rapidly afterwards. Um, As we just decide how much can we hurt Mara. (laughs) Am I wrong, Mara? (laughs) I don't know. I've never been on a terrestrial site. (laughs) I'm a water person. Um, You know, you're supposed to... Usually student digs are a little more controlled than that, but... You're you're supposed to, when you're doing excavation, you're supposed to dig down. And this is is obviously not a real dig. This is a Mm -hmm. one that has been set up as a test so that we can tell yeah yeah, you even you can tell and so that and and it's very clear that the intention of this is so that if they were to take them to a real dig they wouldn't break real artifacts (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. They can make the mistakes here. They can't make the mistakes there. Um, you go. You continue down. There are various tools that have been left out in the rain. Uh, it is currently raining again, as it rains a lot in Arkham, uh, as Nina can 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 attest. Uh, and you continue down. Everything, nothing looks particularly out of place. I want you both to give me spot hidden rolls. Okay. Aside from the things that are listed as obviously out of place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Success. All right, one success, one failure. Nina, it's wet. There's mud. There are tools. It's dark. Yep. Uh, and it's dark. Amelia, looking around, it's wet. It's mud. There are tools. There's also sign of activity, specifically around that large scalloped section, like somebody was here a couple of hours ago because the rain hasn't yet washed away the prints. Um, aiming flashlight at that section. Well, seems like people have been keeping up the work here. Hmm. That's unusual. You'd think they would have stopped. Wasn't the dig site closed down? Yes. Is that correct? Yes. I can't remember. Okay. Yeah. There's no, there's yes. no like police tape anywhere, but yeah. it's, it's. But I think the sheriff was like, "Oh yeah, we canceled the digs for the foreseeable yeah. future because people are missing." Yeah, cool. it's probably a good idea, you know. <laughs> yes, that was. Let's go see who this might be. I will I'll follow where Amelia is indicating. Heading over to the scalloped section of ground, do you realize as you get to the edge of it, this has to be where the bones were. It's this massively carved out uh, uh, bowl in the ground, uh, where which is more than large enough for all those bones you saw, Nina, to have not necessarily fit completely in. You imagine some of them were probably sticking out into the river as you look. the 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 sudden downgrade of the hill goes all the way down to the river. Um, mm -hmm. but definitely most of those bones could have fit in here very easily. Yeah, this may have been where it was. Um, I'm I'm probably looking at the prints. Um, yeah, you look around. There are definitive boot prints around this uh, hole in the ground. All right, what can I tell about the boot print size, make of shoe? Uh, let's see. What would be a good roll for that analysis? Forensics. Yes, it would be. Give me a forensics roll. Yay. <laughs> Hard success. Hard success. So you get down and start and just start eyeballing these things in in your mind. These calculations are going, you know, size, you know, uh, uh, size thirteen male shoe, size ten female shoe, da da da, da you know, going on around. Um, very quickly, you determine that the most recent the most recent set of prints here are all between size 10 and 15 men's boots. Uh, and looking at the tread marks, they all appear to be 
rubber-like fisherman's boots. Hmm. Definitely not like work boots. I don't know work boots, but very specifically the kind that are meant to be like on boats or in water. Huh. You can tell by the wide tooth marks and sort of the gaps between. Regular work boots have very tightly packed treads, mm-hmm. uh, so that you get the le- you get the most amount of traction with the least amount of you know with the least amount of adherence. Uh, whereas with these these boots, the, the the treads are a little bit wider and a little bit larger to cover more surface area. And you said they vary in size, ten to fifteen. Can I tell how many people? Uh, looks like it's between 5 and 15. The boots are all very similar make, so it's hard to tell distinct individual sets, but there's definitely more than 5, and there's definitely no more than 15. Huh. There were a lot of people here. At least 5. Maybe more than that. Um... You can both maybe a spot hidden check while you're over here. Yeah, I'll, I'll, and I'll kind of mutter stuff so Amelia gets that same information. Uh, it's like, uh, you know, kneeling down with a hand towards the dirt, just muttering all this, all, all the data as it's going <laughs> yep. through your head. <laughs> just data. Uh, success. Yeah, you both make a success. In addition to the footprints, you find candle wax. Like somebody had melt, like had like like candles had been melted at specific points around the scallop. How long has it been raining? It it wasn't uh, it, raining earlier. It wasn't raining earlier when you were walking okay. back from the hotel, so it has only been raining for probably about half an hour. Right, maybe they were using it for illumination. Why would they? Points do in the cult activity category. Yes, that's what I was thinking. Unless they really don't want to use flashlights. Looking around, you notice that the uh, the bits of wax that you see are in five locations around the scallop. Mmm, like a like a pentangle. Yeah, like a star. Mmm. All right. With the tip of the star being directly opposite the river. Yeah, definitely look like cult activity now. You can both make me sanity checks, by the way. Okay. (laughs) Hard success. Extreme success. We're so saying God just wants us all to start hallucinating as soon as possible so things can go off the rails. No. <laughs> not not in this one. That's for the other one. Yeah. So yeah, just candles in a star, you don't nothing. It's dark and quiet and cold, but other than that, nothing else grabs your attention. Yeah. Can I potentially make an appraise roll on these candles? Sure. <laughs> I love it. It's a good idea. Fail, but so you can tell you can tell that these are black tallow candles. First of all, uh, the 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 wax is black. Um, you can't tell how pricey they would be, or or how necessarily how much of them were burned. 
it's very minute traces of wax that you're finding so it's not like and you're assuming it's black wax it could very well be that what wax was here is just mixed with the mud um it's hard to tell with what little there is yeah no chance to figure out definitely store-bought probably homemade yeah no there's no way you can tell with what little you have fair you'd have to i mean if you took it back to a lab and analyzed it you might be able to figure that out but as it sits right now but i have none of the skills required i'll bottle some up in one of the little forensic bags because why not but we do all the science (laughs) here science do science at it i will take that yes i will certainly i I didn't say that i know (laughs) we can maybe yeah just hands it over do a little science that's what i'm good at um right and nina something is pulling you towards the river there's something in your brain is just like i need to look at that river i'll go look at the river then (laughs) you go down to the river make me another sanity check okay that's a failure you you step over into the river and you're only intending like get right on the edge of it just sort of look and see if there's anything here you sort of yeah, directing yeah, like... the flashlight uh-huh and take another couple of steps further and your foot hits something I look, look down, down at, at it. it there's like a there's a rock but it, it it stands out particularly from the rest of the rocks of the of the shore I'll bend down and pick that up. You pick it up. With a glove. With a glove. the evidence. You pick it up with a glove. You it's don't this... really have the manpower to arrange a stake out. No. This is this appears to have been sheared off of something. And you sort of look it over, and on one side it is this dark gray, bumpy, almost granite maybe kind of rock. And you flip it over, and the other side of it has been sheared smooth, and is this odd orange and yellow gradient. Hmm. And definitely not the kind of rock you find around here. Yeah. Well, cults. What's up on this? It's not from here. Um. Hmm. Or talks to some geologists. I put that in an evidence bag. Maybe. You're right. Don't have enough people for a stakeout. Unless we can get some of the sheriffs to keep an eye out a closer eye out here as they come back i need you both to make me a listen check okay did i lose any sanity from that by the way no you did not okay success so Amelia, you're you're a little bit further away from the river, which is why you didn't hear anything. Um, Nina, you hear a sudden 
break in the steady burbling of the river behind you. Not immediately behind you, just that the river is behind you, but you hear a break in the water somewhere further east of where you're at. Did you hear that? My hearing's been going for years now. Looks around. Something's interrupting the river path. Um, it's a wide river. Boats? Yes, but if, if our little cultists have lingered and are maybe trying to leave... All right, I will go look. Yeah, I, I'm going to head that way haste a little bit. It seems important. I mean, I'll head that way quickly, but keep in mind my move is shit. Yeah. My son woke up and has decided that he... Mm -hmm. Come here, boy. He is very upset we put him in his own bed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh. Alright. <clears throat> I can do this. That's fine. If you need to... Nah, that's fine. Really, that's totally fine. That's fine. We're almost there. Um... You rush off, uh, heading further east down the river. Yeah. Uh, trying to find where the, the sound of something breaking the water uh, occurred. And you find yourself at a little bit of a clearing. The, the dig site was in a bit of a wooded area with only that, you know, that dirt road path leading up to it, which is how you were able mm -hmm. to get out there to your car. Um, beyond it, just woods and trees. Uh, so you eventually get to a clearing next to the river. Um, and you can see very definitively the signs of a boat that had been moored here. Uh, but you didn't see the boat go down the river. And you don't see a boat on the river here right now. Could the boat have gone up the river? Potentially. Yes. Um, where are we in the river now? Where could it have gone? Uh, you are currently east of uh, you are currently east of town. So further, if it went for if it went, it would have had to have gone west to get back to town. Further east heads out towards the heads out towards uh, the the uh, the main one of the more main tributaries, uh, and then eventually connects out to the ocean. Huh. Well, they wouldn't be going back to town. So either they're they're circling a long way around meeting up some friends or this is bigger than we thought not just this city we're not going to be able to catch them um no we didn't bring a police chase boat no you're a forensics artist what kind of boat could have been docked here Good question. Give me a forensic Can check. I tell? Okay. What check? Forensics. Cool. I don't have that. Woo! Tina does. Yep. That's why I asked. Yep. yep. Uh, so looking at the looking at the drag pattern of the boat, um, it was not a wooden boat. Okay. What you have here is a wide and flat drag pattern, which means it was a. It, it, uh, but there's no indication of 
when when you drag a boat across sand or gravel, um, sand and dirt, the grains and the joining marks will will cause tracks basically. So you'll get little bits of you'll get little bits of uneven dirt and things from where the boat gets dragged. But when it's perfectly flat, that means there's no joining marks. There's no things, which most of the time means metal. So a metal boat mm -hmm. of some description that you would you would estimate has a flat bottom based on the based on the um the track marks. So some sort of metal raft. Okay. Well, that's not going out to sea. Um, some sort of flat river boat, aluminum. How far inland are we? Uh, you are about uh, depending on which direction you go. You're a couple, almost a hundred miles from the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. So it's probably a river boat. Yeah. Well. We now know what kind of boat we might be looking for. If this is definitely a related boat, we could ask if the university happens to keep any boats for their activities. Cross check. They might. They might. I s and uh, probably dig up town records for if this is a boat docking station in a river town, this is leased land or owned land. This does not, and, and for both of you, you can tell there is no structure here for a dock. Oh. Like mm -hmm. this is, this boat was pulled up onto the, onto the back. Ah, never mind. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. I, I, I clearly didn't describe it well enough. <laughs> no, I, I am also just inserting my own, familiarity with lakes and just being like there isn't that much area most of the places you can put a boat someone has all right yeah well i think that gives us some clear indication there's some Someone so, didn't want things found here. As you stand on the side of the river, looking to and fro to see if you could find any sign of the people who were here very recently, mm -hmm. that's where we'll end this week's episode. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>